Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you on this episode of Watch Therefore. Did you know about a third of your Bible is Bible prophecy? Did you also know the Lord commands His disciples in His Word to rightly divide the word of truth as it pertains to the whole Bible, including Bible prophecy. Listen to 2 Timothy 2.15. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Well, recently, I received a letter from one of our viewers challenging a pre-trib rapture with four primary post-tribulation rapture talking points. Because these post-trib rapture talking points are so popular and so wrong, and because they monkey so much with the Holy Scriptures, today I'm going to share some of my response to this dear viewer to bless and protect him, but also to bless and protect you. First, I'm going to read part of the letter, and then we'll have a word of prayer. Uh, and, and like I said, there's four points here with some subpoints that I'll address uh, through this teaching. So, uh, the only question I have is that I don't believe in a secret rapture. It's clear that first, that Christ returns at the final shofar. Every eye shall see and tongue confess, lightning from east to west. Uh, then I will keep us like he did in the land of Goshen. The plagues will fall on the Egyptians, representing the world. Yeshua will bring us to the promised land. The, the phrase, like a thief in the night, uh, is a Hebraic idiom referring to the high priest checking on the watchman. If asleep, they got burning coals in their lap. What say you? It says in the Gospels that the angels will gather the wicked and the righteous like reapers in the field, which represents the world. I just don't see a secret pre-trib rapture in the scriptures. To me, it's about the first advent in Jerusalem and the second advent coming to Jerusalem. Can you help me understand? Well, yes, I can. And he said in there, what say you? Well, I have a lot to say. But first, I want to say it after we pray. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua's name, oh, Lord Jesus, please bless this special holy time and help us to rightly divide the word of truth. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, the first point, which I often hear, is that there's no secret rapture and every eye will see him. And what they mean is, that the rapture happens at the second coming of Messiah Jesus. And there is a trumpet at this time, as there are many trumpets in the end time scenarios. And yes, every eye will see him at the shofar 
or trumpet associated with the second coming. And so what you have is you have a combining of all these things to try to make the rapture and the second coming the same event. This, but this shofar he mentions is not the same trumpet of 1 Corinthians 15 that speaks of a trumpet. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we should all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. The last trumpet here refers to Yom Terah, the day of blowing trumpets or the feast of trumpets. It's in Leviticus 23. It's the first fall feast and it perfectly pictures the rapture. After sounding many times for different reasons through the ceremony in a synagogue, there would be one final blast that would last until the one blowing ran completely out of wind. It's called the Takiyah Gedolah, which is the last trumpet blast. And it perfectly represents the rapture from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. The dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be the Lord. Again, most often to make the second coming out to be the rapture, post-trib rapture teachers dangerously use replacement theology, replacing Israel with the church to make Matthew 24, verses 29 through 31, the rapture of the church, and it's not. Yes, every eye will see him at the second coming when he returns to Jerusalem. But actually, according to Revelation 19, the church has already been raptured and is returning from heaven with the Lord at the second coming. The elect spoken of in the verse we're going to read in a moment, Matthew 24, 29 through 31, the elect spoken of are the Israelis who are still scattered in the nations and they receive Messiah Jesus upon his return. He will then gather these elect new believing Jewish people in the nations from the four winds, the north, the south, the east, and the west, from the four corners of the earth. We see that in Matthew 24, 29 through 31, and I'll also show it to you in Isaiah chapter 11. But the false replacement theology teaching is that it's the church, it's not the Jews who are the elect being, who are the elect being gathered. It's not, no. These are the elect Jews gathered back to Israel. Now let's look at these passages. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. So... In this scenario, the post-trib rapture say, uh, teachers say that the church doesn't go to heaven to the place where the Lord told us he's taking us in John 14, 1 through 3. But we make like a holy U-turn. They say this is the rapture. We go up in the clouds when the Lord is returning and we come right back down to earth. And I ask my post-trib rapture friends, well, when do we go to that place the Lord promised he's taking us to in John 14? And, uh, uh, well, I, I really don't know. Well, no, what they, what they don't know because they've got a bad doctrine. And they, they haven't thought that far into the prophetic scenarios uh, the Lord lays out in his word. And, and, and the reason it doesn't fit is because it's a bad doctrine. No, Matthew 24, 31, the elect is not the church being raptured. 
It's newly uh, saved Jewish people in the nations at the second coming. And so much of the church has forgotten Israel, but the Lord has not. And he's shaking heaven and earth to save a remnant of Israel. And remember, as if you've watched this program before, in Matthew 23, verses 37 through 39, we're rightly dividing the word of truth. Are you with me? O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate. For I say to you, shall see me no more to you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And the man who wrote me this letter, he had this part right that the Lord is coming back to Jerusalem. Why did he lose his focus on that? and go to the rapture when the Lord is talking about saving the Jewish people and saving Israel. The Lord does introduce the rapture at the end of Matthew 24 during the days of Noah, and we'll talk about that. So back to this scenario, Matthew 24, 29 through 31, the Lord is returning. We are coming back with him from heaven. It's, it is the end of the tribulation. The Antichrist armies are closing in on Jerusalem to kill the Jewish people. The clouds open. Messiah Jesus returns. We're following him, having already been raptured, and we've been in heaven, right? And the Jew Jewish people in Jerusalem cry out, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Yet there are still Jewish people scattered in the nations who receive Messiah Jesus upon his return. And the reason I keep repeating this and showing you different passages is it's kind of foreign to a lot of people who don't deeply study these things. So I want to make sure that you get it. Okay, look at Isaiah 11. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people who are left from Assyria and Egypt, from Pathros and Cush, from Elam and Shinar, from Hamath and the islands of the sea. He will set up a banner for the nations and will gather the outcasts of Israel and gather the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth, the north, south, east, and west, called the four winds in Matthew 24, 29 through 31, the north, south, east, and west. Now, let's go back to Matthew 24, 29 through 31 again. We want to make sure you're getting this. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from heaven, the powers of the heavens will be shaken, then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect, the Jewish people in the nations we saw in Isaiah 11, from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Now, just to see this as obviously about the Jewish people from Isaiah 11, what does our Savior speak about next in the verses in Matthew 24? Well, he goes right into verses 32 through 35, speaking of the fig tree generation, Israel and Bible prophecy, right? Uh, it fits perfectly with the previous second coming verses, the final gathering of the elect Jews from the nations and his return to Jerusalem to save Israel. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. So then, the second coming is very different and it's later than the rapture. Secondly, this dear viewer explained that the church would be kept safe like the Israelis in Goshen, Egypt, during the plagues. 
actually the church will be in heaven at that time and those receiving Messiah Jesus during the tribulation, the tribulation saints, will be hunted, jailed, and beheaded. This Goshen applied to the end time scenarios is a false doctrine which is very popular, very untrue, and very dangerous. The way the tribulation saints overcome is by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, loving not their lives unto the death. And most will be martyred, not protected like in Goshen. We see that in Daniel 7, 20 through 22, Revelation 12, verses 11 and 12, and Revelation 20, verse 4. The horn spoken of in Daniel 7 is the Antichrist, and he's prevailing over the tribulation saints. Revelation 12, 11, as I said a moment ago, um, uh, they overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, loving not their lives unto death. And in Revelation 20, uh, verse, uh, beginning in verse 4, we see that they're beheaded in the tribulation for the gospel's sake, right? So we see that the rapture is before and different than the second coming of Messiah Jesus back to Jerusalem, and that during the tribulation, the church is in heaven, and the tribulation saints will not be protected like Israel in Goshen. And this all should make us want to watch therefore and be ready to see you in just a moment. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations newsletter by post or by email. Uh, we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, 
please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. This episode of Watch Therefore is another urgent reminder of the flashing red signs our Savior warned this generation of that we'll see the rapture, then the worst trouble this world has ever seen during the seven-year tribulation, and the glorious second coming of our Savior Jesus to Jerusalem, the four birth pangs, Israel and Bible prophecy, which is the fig tree generation that our Savior said would not pass away until all these things come to pass. The days of Noah and Lot are increasingly and unmistakably proclaiming how important it is to know and understand the Bible prophecy scenarios that are ahead in this generation. I wrote my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, because our Savior said, Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. My book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, will help you to watch therefore and be ready. The Lord calls His people to victory, and my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, teaches us very specific and guaranteed steps to live victoriously in this unique moment of time just before our Lord's imminent return for His people. With a tax-deductible gift of any amount, we will mail your copy of Watch Therefore and Be Ready. And of course, your gift will help us to keep Watch Therefore on the air until we're taken up in the rapture. Remember, Watch Therefore and be ready. Welcome back to this episode of Watch Therefore. I'm answering a dear viewer's letter who wrote challenging the pre-tribulation rapture with four post-tribulation rapture teaching points. I've been confronted with these before and I'm so thankful to get to answer them with the word of truth. And, and why should we care about these things? Well, because we, were, we are commanded, we've seen that. We're commanded to rightly divide the word of truth. Also, we're in the modern days of Noah. Folks, things are gonna get incredibly challenging. We're gonna see things we've never seen before that are gonna shake us to our core, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And that grace is for us today expressed in the rapture. In Titus 2, Paul wrote that grace teaches us to be looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. In the anytime rapture, he told the Thessalonians in 1 Thessalonians 4 to comfort those who are suffering, they're in sorrow and grief. He said, comfort one another with these words. What words? The words of the rapture that are in the previous verses. Okay, so it's very important. Don't let anyone uh, interfere with the grace hope and comfort the Lord has for you looking for that blessed hope in the rapture. Watch therefore and be ready. Now, I've addressed two of the talking points. Thirdly, he mentioned that the thief in the night is not what our Savior said it is. And he referred to an ancient Jewish idiom pertaining to a priest and a watchman. Now, I truly enjoy finding where the scriptures speak of ancient Israeli Hebraisms, like the ancient Galilean Jewish wedding as it pertains to the rapture 
in John 14, verses 1 through 3, which we'll look at in a moment. But regarding the thief in the night, the context our Savior clearly speaks of has nothing to do with a priest and a watchman, yet it has everything to do with a homeowner watching for a thief to come to break in and quickly leave with the homeowner's goods. You have to really monkey with the scriptures to fall back on a priest and a watchman scenario. No, this is the rapture. Oh, hallelujah. Our Savior will take his bride back to that place he's been preparing for us for almost 2,000 years, and, he'll, and we will be with him during the tribulation. Finally, he talked about another wrong popular teaching that misinterprets Matthew 13, verses 38 through 40, by combining it with Matthew 24, 40, 41. He said this in his letter. Uh, it says in the Gospels that the angels will gather the wicked and the righteous like reapers in the field. Here it is in Matthew 13. The field is the world, the good seeds are the sons of the kingdom, but the tares are the sons of the wicked one. The enemy who sowed them is the devil, the harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are the angels. Therefore, as the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of this age. Again, they monkey with the scripture, saying this is the same as Matthew 24, 40 and 41, which is actually clearly speaking about the rapture. And I'm going to prove it through the scriptures. But first, let's look at Matthew 24, 40 and 41. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. The false teaching assert that, asserts that those taken are taken by the angels in judgment and those left are left to remain in the kingdom of God. It's the exact opposite of the truth. Look at it with me in context. Matthew 24, beginning in verse 36. But of that day and hour, the rapture, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark, entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming at. Know this, if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect again. The entire context is watching for Messiah Jesus to come for us in the rapture. But regarding the specific passages they misinterpret, look at how we prove that those taken are taken in the rapture and those left are left for the wrath of the Lord in the tribulation. First, the Bible Greek word for taken is paralambano and means brought near as a companion, while the word for left means the exact opposite. Matthew 24, 36, regarding the, that nobody but the Father knows the hour or the day, that pertains to the ancient Jewish wedding, as does John 14, 1 through 3. Now, in the ancient Jewish wedding, after a betrothal ceremony, the groom goes back to the father's house to build a suitable place for his bride at the father's house. When does he return for his bride? When the father approves of the work the son has done, he says, go get your bride. Therefore, Nobody knows the hour or, day or the day but the Father. Now look at John 14, 1 through 3. This is so incredible how this ties in and proves taken means taken in the rapture. 
Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions or dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. This makes direct reference to the ancient Jewish wedding. And our Savior Jesus is the groom. Hallelujah. The Bible Greek word in John 14, 3, I will come again and receive you to myself is the same Bible Greek word for taken in Matthew 24, verses 40 through 41, paralambano. This proves that those taken are taken in the rapture. And the false teaching combining this with the wrath of Matthew 13 monkeys with the Bible because they want to falsely teach a post-tribulation rapture. And many just thoroughly believe it. They, they've bought into this. Okay, and that's why it's so important to rightly divide the word of truth. Hey, frequently we have to see in the Bible where we're off or where we need to make adjustments and make those adjustments. So in review, one, the rapture is not the second coming of Messiah Jesus. Two, the church will be in heaven while the tribulation saints are on the earth who will not be protected like Israel and Goshen. Three, the thief in the night in Matthew 24 is just what our Savior said and warns us to watch the rapture and has nothing to do with a priest and a watchman. Four, those taken in Matthew 24 verses 40 through 41 are taken in the rapture while those left are left for the wrath of God. Are you watching and ready? Will you be taken in the rapture by the grace of the Lord in the days of Noah or will you be left for the wrath of God in the tribulation? Do you have assurance of the grace of the Lord that he saved you, forgiven you, and given you eternal life? Do you have hope in this very hopeless generation? Do you have comfort in, as, as trouble is all around us? Do you have the comfort of the reality that our Savior is coming for us any moment to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us? Do you know that you're saved? Well, how do I get saved? Well, it's not by going to church and doing good things, though those are important to do. Those things won't save you. Only that God our Father sent His only begotten Son to live a sinless life and that He died on the cross to pay for our sins. He was buried and hallelujah, on the third day He rose from the grave and that you repent of your sins, begin to change your mind about your sins and turn away from them and put your faith in Him alone, our Savior Jesus and what He's done on the cross to, to pay for our redemption, our salvation, to pay for our sins and that He's alive and that He wants to be alive in you. And if you'll cry out to Him today and ask Him to save you, He'll fill you with His Holy Spirit. He'll change you. He'll change your heart. That happened to me. Has He changed your heart yet? That's happened to me. I'm born again. I'm born from above. I'm looking for my blessed hope. Oh, hallelujah. Cry out to Him, Jesus, save me, Lord. And if you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We have some literature we want to send you for free that will help you begin your new life in Messiah Yeshua, Christ Jesus. And for everyone who's watching, remember more than ever, it's time to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us when? Any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V. F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. 
We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore what 